For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. 1-0 pitch. Or excuse me. Yes, the 1-0 pitch now 2-0. To Jackson Clement. Out of Calgary, Alberta. Check on the runner at first. Two balls, no strikes. Ten runs, nine hits, no errors for Utah. Eight runs, 11 hits, three errors for BYU. Another check on the runner and a very close play. Hubka got back, but uh, he did not beat the tag by much. Cole Hubka at first from Wilsonville, Oregon. Two balls, no strikes. Runner at first, nobody out. Smith, the pitch, misses. Now three balls and no strikes. Right now, nobody throwing in the BYU bullpen. The 3-0 pitch, and that misses. And it is a four-pitch walk to Clement. And we are now in a situation where Utah trying to regain control of this game. They lead by two runs, but a moment ago that was eight runs. But now the first two have reached, and there's nobody out. The batter, as I mentioned, number 14 for the Utes, Elijah Hamill from Oakville, Ontario. The pitch, a swing and a miss. Strike one to Hamill. Goff is the new catcher for BYU. He's calling out signs to Carter Smith. And a bunt foul, and now Hamill falls behind 0-2. No balls, two strikes, nobody out. Top of the tenth. Remember, going ten or excuse me, going twelve. The 0-2 pitch from Smith. Fakes the pitch and fakes the throw to second. Getting Hupka back to the bag. Love to get a double play here. No balls, two strikes. Or you can get your strike out here, then get your double play. Put a zero on the board in the top of the tenth. 
Smith looks back at second. Now delivers the 0-2. Check swing. No. They're going to ring him up. Elijah Hamill could not hold up, but he struck out for out number one. Great pitch by Carter Smith. And that's a big first out here in the top of the 10th. The batter for the University of Utah is number 44, Easton Ruley. He's a freshman from Moore Park, California. The first pitch in for strike one. 89 on the gun from Carter Smith. This is dad looks on directly behind home plate. You can see him watching his son. Got another son pitching for Utah Valley. No balls, one strike, one out. Fifteen minutes before five o'clock here in Provo. It's been a fun afternoon. Smith, the 0-1 pitch, way outside, and that gets past Goff. Both runners will advance now at second and third. So now the situation gets a little more difficult for Carter Smith. Carter, one of the married players on the BYU roster. If memory serves, he got married during last offseason. Carter's a great guy. Always like talking with Carter. A 1-1 pitch. And that misses 2-1. Davis Kopp is due up next. So he is one player that has not been taken out of the ballgame. The last four batters have all been new players to this game. The 2-1 foul back, and now it's 2-2. Two and two. two balls, two strikes, and one out. Utah Two runners in scoring position. The 2-2 pitch on its way. And fouled off to the right side. Really reached out of the zone to get bat on ball that time. Game two of the World Series set for tonight. Phillies taking game one last night. Game two tonight at 6 o'clock Mountain Time. 2-2 pitch, low and away. And Goff did a nice job of jumping to his right to get a glove on it. Otherwise, Utah may have a run right now. Nice defensive effort there by Parker Goff behind the dish. Three balls, two strikes. Smith delivers the payoff pitch. 
Swing and a miss. Pitched him inside, and that's two away. Well, Carter got into some trouble, but now he's an out away. Putting up that coveted zero in the top of the tenth. He's certainly got the stuff to get out of any jam. So still runners at second and third. Two outs and the batter, Davis Kopp. Hit a two-run home run in the seventh inning. So obviously somebody you got to pay attention to. And he lines that ball over the shortstop and into left center. And that's misplayed. Two runs are going to score. And Davis Kopp now at second base in Utah adds two more runs. They increase their lead from two to four with one swing of the bat. This was a guy that you knew you had to pitch very carefully, and with two runners on, he made BYU pay, and it's now 12-8 Utah. They kind of stopped the bleeding. BYU had all momentum, having scored six runs in a row to pull within two, but now Utah gets two big runs and still with a runner in scoring position. The batter now is Jake Gish, who started this ball game at shortstop and now has come back in. Ah, the beauty of an exhibition game where there are really no rules about rosters. Big two-out hit by Davis Kopp. 1-0 pitch. Evens the count. 1-1. One and one. Utah had last scored in the seventh inning. Zeros in the eighth, ninth, but get two so far here in the tenth. Still three innings to play. Three more at-bats for BYU before this one's over. This one's far from over right now. But you got to limit the damage to just the two. One-one pitch, swing and a miss. And now Smith is a strike away. Twelve runs, ten hits. BYU still out hitting Utah, eleven to ten. But now, what was moments ago a two-run deficit, now four. We'll see if those BYU bats can stay hot, though, for the third inning in a row when we reach the bottom of the tenth, which we hope is right after this pitch. The one-two on its way, and a good take by Gish. Did not bite on the pitch from Smith. So two balls, two strikes, and two outs. Cop at second base. And the 2-2 pitch misses away, and it's a full count to Jake Gish. Carter steps off the mound and will reset. Big pitch coming up. 
mean, this bat, this at bat is certainly not make or break, but you'd love to just sort of uh, end the inning and let the offense go back to work. And now Carter will step off and give the token throw to second to make sure everything's legal. Three balls, two strikes, two outs. The payoff pitch, and that misses inside. And Gish will take first base. That'll bring in Flaherty. Matt Flaherty came into the ball game in the seventh inning. He's had two at-bats, so this is at-bat number three. Abe Alvarez, the new Cougar pitching coach, is going to come out and have a conversation with Carter Smith as well as Parker Goff. Flaherty struck out in his first at-bat, reached on a fielder's choice in the ninth. Coach Alvarez making his way back to the BYU dugout. Everybody back to their positions on the infield. And Flaherty making his way back to the batter's box. First pitch, Flaherty lines that into center field. Play made, played perfectly. And that will end the top of the 10th inning. Cobb, though, gets the two-run double and increases Utah's lead to 12-8 as we head to the bottom of the 10th on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Jackson Grossman, the new pitcher for the University of Utah, 6'3", 210-pound freshman from Maui, Hawaii. Probably feeling a little cold. Let's be honest. We live here and we're feeling a little cold, okay? We head to the bottom of the 10th. It is 12-8 Utah. They sort of uh, stopped the bleeding a bit. BYU had scored six in a row, pulled within two at 10-8. But Davis Kopp, a two-out, two-run double in the top of the 10th, increased Utah's lead back to four. Our first look for Keone Painter. Fastest guy on the team, by the way. So this is one of those guys, just get him on base and then let him uh, let him show what he can do. Another player from Hawaii. Painter swing and a miss. Keone is a, an outfielder, but also a guy that can, can pitch from the left side. Keone Painter making his first appearance and the 0-1 pitch in for strike two. No balls, two strikes to Keone Painter. 0-2 pitch and that's a strikeout of Painter for out number one. And Grossman comes in and gets a quick out. Easton Romero, his first at bat. He came in as a left field substitution. He'll bat with the bases empty and one out here in the bottom of the 10th. 
First pitch to Romero, fouled out of play. Even though he came in in the outfield, he's also one of the freshmen vying for some minutes at the catcher position. A one pitch, and that misses, one and one. And he's got some raw power. This is a, it's a guy that can rake if you give him the chance. One ball, one strike, one out. Grossman's pitch. Chopper to short. Throw over to first. It was offline. In fact, the first baseman dropped it. Davis Kopp, who is now at first base, had the ball in plenty of time but just could not get a glove on it. And so that's going to be Utah's first error. And Romero reaches first on the E3. I'm going to assume they give that the E3 and not an E4. I don't think it had anything to do with the throw. I'm going to write it down as an E3. And since there's no official stats, I'm official. So one out, runner at first. And the batter is Cooper Vest, and he looks at ball one from Grossman. About to hit 5 o'clock here in the Mountain Time Zone. 4.59 on the uh, clock on the scoreboard. The 1-0 misses, and Cooper Vest jumps ahead two balls and no strikes. Good to see Coop after the shoulder surgery last year. Had to sit out the entire season. They're working him back in. It's good to see him getting some defensive reps at first, and now obviously at the plate the last two uh, innings. The 2-0, and he fouls it back to the screen. Cooper is one of those just infectious personalities, just always has a smile, always positive. You just love to be around Coop. Two balls, one strike, and one out. The bulk of the scoring from both teams has come since the sixth inning. To one pitch. Cooper Vest with a base hit. Pulls that ball into right field and a bobble by the right fielder. Cooper going to try and turn it into two. He's going to slide head first and he'll make it easily. That ball cut off by the second baseman. And the runner advancing to third as well, going first to third. And we've got runners at second and third with only one out. And the batter is Safaya Mauai. Good job of hitting there by Cooper and was not going to be satisfied with the single. Standing at second base. If Safaya can get on, the tying run would come to the plate. And Safaya hits that hard into the gap in left center. That will get down. One run will score. Two runs will score. And Mauai with a two-run double. And BYU back within two at 12-10. to 10. Good job of hitting by Safaya Mauai. Hit it where they weren't. The gap in left center was wide open, and that's exactly where the ball was placed. Nice job of hitting, and here come the Cougars. That's now three straight innings 
where the Cougars have scored runs. Three in the eighth, three in the ninth, and so far, two in the tenth. That'll bring in the batter, number 32, Easton Jones. Who I found out from one of the kids in my primary class that this is his cousin. So I've got an in. I've got an in with Easton Jones because his cousin is in my primary class. One out, a runner in scoring position, and Easton represents the tying run. That's now 13 hits for BYU as well. The first pitch to Jones, in for strike one. Jones' dad was an ex-big leaguer, also now an assistant at American Fork. Good power, smart player. It's a guy that uh, is a natural third baseman as well. No balls, one strike, one out. No one pitch outside. One ball, one strike, and one out. Malwai at second. Moments ago, a two-run double to pull BYU back within two. Grossman now slowing down significantly on the mound, taking his time. Looks back at second. Now the 1-1 pitch. Inside, 2-1 to Jones. Two balls and a strike. BYU has matched Utah's two runs they got in the top of the 10th with two runs so far in the bottom of the 10th. And looking for more was Safaya Malwai in scoring position at second base. And a foul ball. So the count even at two and two. Parker Goff, the Cougar catcher, due up next for BYU. Two balls, two strikes. Grossman delivers. Jones lifts it down the right field line, and it will fall. The right fielder and the first baseman both making a play on it, and it fell right in between the two of them. So we'll do it again. Two balls, two strikes. Jones back in the batter's box, awaiting the 2-2 pitch. He represents the tying run. Parker Goff on deck. The 2-2 pitch, and that's way inside. That ball gets past the catcher. 
And Mauai trots down to third. And now, Sack Fly would pull BYU within a run. And the catcher and the pitcher are going to have a uh, conversation. Because that was certainly not the pitch that he was expecting behind home plate. That was way inside. And that is not where he was set up. Most of the crowd has stuck around here. Obviously, you got a lot of family here. 3-2 pitch. Ground ball to first. They will take the out at first. Mauai safe as he slides into home plate from third base. They wanted to make sure they at least got the one, knowing one run wasn't going to tie the ball game. But a nice job. BYU now pulling within a run. It is now 12-11 Utah. Now the tying run is Parker Goff, but the base is empty and two away. And Goff, they jammed him. A little slow roller to short. Nice throw over to first in time, and it pulled Cop off the bag. And Goff is safe. It was a nice job by Hupka at short to get to the ball, and it looked like the throw was on line, but it pulled Cop off of first enough for Goff to step on the bag first and be called safe. Our first look now at number 45, Sam Beck. He's a second baseman and a pitcher. He actually had Tommy John surgery last fall. Um, he's not at full speed yet, uh, but he's going to get an at-bat here, and he represents the go-ahead run. Grossman, pitch outside for ball one. It's 12-11. If you're just tuning in, at one point, the score was 10-2 Utah. It's now 12-11 Utah. Goff, the tying run at first, and they will throw over to first. And Goff did not have a big lead anyway, and I'm not sure that he was even thinking about running, but they're just making sure that they're not giving BYU any inch to move. The 1-0 pitch. Beck is jammed. Foul ball up and over the screen and into one of the empty areas here at Miller Park. It lands in one of the Ute fans' hands who didn't even have to get out of his seat to catch it. Just bounced right to him. Oh, look at that. And he threw it to a, a little BYU fan a couple of uh, rows away. Now that's the rivalry. That's the good part of the rivalry right there. One ball, one strike. Now one and two to Sam Beck. We mentioned uh, that Beck is a second baseman and a pitcher. His best chance to see the field early is probably going to be on the mound. But right now, he's at the plate. One-two pitch. Outside, two balls and two strikes. Twos across the board. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Well, you down a run. Grossman delivers. And Beck fouls it straight back. Count stays. Two balls, two strikes.
BYU in the home whites with the navy trim numbers and Cougars across the chest. Utah in the gray pants, red tops, white numbers, and Utah across their chest. The 2-2 pitch, and Beck, good at bat here, fights off a good pitch from Grossman. The Cougars now with 14 hits to Utah's 10. Both teams with errors, although Utah only with one, BYU with three. But right now, BYU fighting back. 2-2 pitch and gets the call. Beck doesn't like it, but that did get the outside part of the plate. And BYU will strand the tying run at first, but they score three in the bottom of the ninth inning. And we will head to the top of the 11th. It is 12-11 Utah on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. New pitcher for the BYU Cougars. This Cougar pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Carter Foss, the new pitcher for BYU. Last year, eight appearances, pitched six innings, an ERA of 7.50. And he comes in trying to keep this a one-run deficit as we begin the top of the 11th inning of this 12-inning game we are expected to play today. BYU with three runs in the bottom of the ninth to pull within a run. It is 12-11 Utah. Foss, first pitch in. The batter is number 18, Cameron Gurney. The 0-1 on its way to Gurney. Fouled off, and Carter jumps ahead. No balls and two strikes. Carter Smith giving way to Carter Foss. No balls, two strikes. Foss with the 0-2 pitch, and it's a strikeout of Gurney. And Carter Foss comes in and rings up the first batter he sees. Once again, want to thank our title sponsor, doTERRA, for being a proud sponsor of the BYU baseball team. First pitch in. Is called a ball. The batter is Caden Carpenter. Number five, 1 0 pitch. Fouled off, evens the count, 1 and 1. One ball, one strike, one out. Bases empty here in the top of the 11th. 1 1 pitch. Way outside, 2 and 1. earlier today, BYU women's volleyball, 17th rank, getting the sweep over Portland in straight sets. And a swing and a miss to Carpenter, now two and two. 90 miles an hour on that fastball from Carter Foss. Look 
looking for another punch out here. Foss and just missed low. And the throwback from Goff to Foss hit off the mound and rolled all the way to second base. So Ozzie Pratt, who started the game at second, is the shortstop. Payoff pitch, and it's back-to-back strikeouts for Carter Foss. Two up, two down, both via the strikeout. So the bases are empty, and the batter will be Cole Hubka. 5'10", 165-pound freshman. It's like looking in a mirror. First pitch to Hubka, fouled off and out of play. And I don't want to hear anybody that knows me say anything that I'm not 5'10". I'm not 5'10", 5'9". We can dream, right? A one pitch. Jammed him. Little flare into foul territory and... Mauai over to make the catch, and Carter Foss makes quick work of the Utes in the top of the 11th, home half of the 11th. After this, it's 12-11 Utah on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Bottom of the 11th inning, BYU has 11 runs. Right now, Utah has 12. It's 12-11 Utah as we go to the home half of the 11th inning. Utah's new pitcher, someone we've already seen and heard from today, just not on the mound. T.J. Clarkson began the game as the first baseman. He is now on the mound and will face the BYU batters, and we'll start things off. He'll face Chad Call, younger brother of Brian Call, who graduated last year. In fact, I saw Brian Call at the Jazz game on opening night. The Utah Jazz beat the Denver Nuggets and surprised everybody. So I actually saw him at the Jazz game, so I know he's doing well. Good to see Chad here. Chad played as a freshman at CSUN. Used to be Cal State Northridge, but they like to be CSUN now. And then he went on a mission. Uh, transferred to BYU after his mission. Really good defender and a sure-handed second baseman. So he'll get his first at bat of the ball game. Again, appreciate you tuning in, however you're doing so. Whether it's on BYURadio.org, on the BYU Radio app, or listening to the call being streamed on the BYU Baseball Facebook page on Facebook Live. However you're joining us, we appreciate you doing so. We've had a fun one today. Look, 23 runs scored. We'll take it, right? If you like offense, this is the game for you. Who says you don't score runs in baseball, right? First pitch to call is in for strike one. Speaking of the Utah Jazz, they host the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. Two straight against the Grizzlies in Salt Lake City. 0-1 pitch, way outside, one ball, one strike. I love this time of year because, I mean, certainly like a situation like this, which is... You know, not necessarily it's an exhibition game, but you have a baseball game. But this time of year, you have playoff baseball. You have the NFL going on. You have the NBA that started. This is my favorite time of the year. I think it's great. 1-1 pitch. Outside, two balls and one strike. I know a lot of people will say that their their favorite time of the year is 
is March, because obviously you have March Madness, and you have the NBA at that time, things like that. But for me, it's this late October, November time when you have those overlapping sports of baseball, football, and, and uh, basketball. Love it. 2-1 pitch, and a swing and a miss by Call. Evens the count, two balls and two strikes. Two balls, two strikes. Clarkson with the pitch. And it's a strikeout for out number one of Chad Call. So Call retired. So base is empty, one out. Clarkson delivers the first pitch. And it misses for ball one. The 1 0. High. Now 2 and 0. Batter is Camden Decker making his first appearance in the ballgame. The 2-0 pitch. Swing and a miss for strike one. Decker wearing number 12. One away, base is empty here in the bottom of the 11th inning. 12-inning game today. Decker, hard hit, ground ball to first. Kopp will take it himself. And two up, two down so far for Utah here. Defensively in the top of the, or excuse me, bottom of the 11th. So base is empty and two outs. I believe the batter is Jackson Hollingshouse. Walk on from Maple Mountain. Getting his first at bat. Clarkson. It is not Hollingshouse. I thought that was 34. It is 14. is Sardina, of course. Sardina, still his first at bat, and he rockets that shot into left field. And now we're all the way to the wall. Sardi's going to have a double. Nice job by Alex Sardina, and it's a two-out double, and the tying run is now in scoring position. Sardina came in as a defensive substitution at third, taking over for Deming a couple of innings ago, but this is his first at bat. And he made the most of it, a double.
So the go-ahead run at the plate. That is Keone Painter. Keone struck out his first time at the plate. First pitch, strike one from Clarkson. No balls, one strike, two outs. Sardina, the tying run at second base. It's going to take a two-out hit. Painter deliver the 0-1 pitch. Outside, 1-1. One one. Good eye by Keone Painter. Look, and he's the fastest guy on the team. You get him on base, who knows what can happen. Somebody want to answer that phone? 1-1 one, one pitch. Painter. Fly ball into foul territory, and that will land in the BYU bullpen. One ball, two strikes, two outs. 15 hits for BYU. They've out-hit Utah. Despite trailing by a run, they've out-hit the Utes by five. It's 15-10 in favor of BYU. Hit number 16 likely ties this ball game up. And a timeout is called. Catcher and pitcher having a conversation. A little toto to occupy everyone's time as we wait. If you have not heard, by the way, the Weezer version of that song, which came out at least a year ago, maybe a little longer, I highly recommend their cover of it. You can thank me later. One ball, two strikes, two outs. One-two pitch, high and inside. Good at bat so far for Painter. Tying run at second base. 2-2 pitch to Painter. Stays alive, fouls it back to the screen. We'll do it again. Sardina, with a double, put himself at second. He represents the tying run. We are in the bottom of the 11th of a 12-inning game today. say regardless of the outcome, this has been extremely beneficial for both programs. We'll hear from head coach Trent Pratt after the game, win or lose. 2-2 pitch. Painter again. Gets bat on ball, fouls it back. And the 2-2 pitch upcoming again. Temperature dropping as we near 530. It's 52 before. Now it's right around 49 or 50, depending on which uh, weather app you're looking at. 
2-2 pitch, and he struck out Painter, and Painter doesn't like it. That will end the inning, and the tying run stranded at second base. We will head to the top of the 12th. Utah holding on to a one-run lead at 12-11 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. PZ Printing brings us our latest BYU pitching change. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print into pitch. The top of the 12th inning, number nine, Peyton Gubler. This is the recruit BYU was super excited to have. BYU beat out Texas A&M, TCU, Texas, and UCLA for his services. This guy was uh, being looked at by everybody. He's up to 95 on the mound right now. Uh, Very competitive. He's a a smaller guy. Look, looks fine to me. But very competitive, and he's a pitcher, obviously, but also someone uh, that can play the infield. So he's got a couple of different options. Best chance, though, to help out the team this season is likely on the mound, which is what we're going to see right now. And the first pitch is a strike. I can tell you they are absolutely pumped to have him on this roster right now. Swing and a miss, or excuse me, a swing and a foul by Clement. No balls, two strikes. That last pitch, 93 from Kubler. The 0-2, and it's a strikeout. Into the game, pick up a strikeout. Welcome to the ball game, Peyton Gubler. Base is empty, one out. The batter will be Elijah Hamill. First pitch to Hamill, in for strike one, and Gubler's not wasting any time. Another 93-mile-an-hour fastball from Peyton Gubler. 12-11, Utah with the lead. A one pitch, misses inside, one and one. One, one pitch. And it's strike two. A lot of the infield is now in the shade here at Miller Park. Entire outfield is in the still in the sun. One-two pitch. Does not get the call on the outside part of the plate. Two and two. Two balls, two strikes. Gubler delivers and that is inside so much so it hit in front of the plate and then bounced and hit the batter so Hamill will take first and so with one out Utah has a runner at first base (laughs) 
check on the runner. Gubler gets the sign. And now delivers. And it's low for ball one. Batter is Easton Ruley. Ruley, the freshman from Thousand Oaks High School in Moore Park, California. Davis Cop due up next. Gubler's pitch too far inside, 2 0. Let's go, Peyton. Let's get your double play. BYU bats to the plate in the bottom of the 12th. Two balls, no strikes, one out. Another check on the runner at first. Hamill able to get back. We're in the top of the 12th inning. Utah leading 12-11. 23 combined runs so far. 2-0 pitch and a foul ball. And it's two and one. Looking out over the field today and looking into the distance to Y Mountain. All of the colors changing. We still have some snow at the top. A lot of the snow has melted, but at least the peaks we're looking at here, most is... Most is gone. Look a little bit further down south, and you can see some snow. As far as I'm concerned, the snow can stay away for a while. But an absolutely picturesque day in a picturesque ballpark here in Provo. Two balls, one strike. Goobler with the pitch. And it could be a double play. May not be hit hard enough. And Pratt, instead of trying to force the double play, will go to first for the out, and it's two away. Good decision by Ozzie Pratt. So now two down, and Davis Kopp, who has played this entire game, by the way, at a couple of different positions, I believe he's been DH, catcher, and first base today. is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. We head to the bottom of the 12th inning. BYU needs a run to tie, two to walk it off. It is 12-11 Utah heading to the bottom of the 12th and put in charge of shutting down BYU for the Utes is the new pitcher, number four, Blake Whiting. Right-handed senior, 6'2", 180 pounds, came to Utah from Salt Lake Community College. He hails from Oakdale, California. It's his job to come in and get the win for Utah. The BYU batters looking to change the narrative a bit. Getting in a couple more warm-up tosses. I believe he's done. And Easton Romero 
will lead things off in the bottom of the 12th. Don't forget, we will hear from BYU head coach Trent Pratt at the conclusion of the game. Just want to let everybody know, if you're watching the stream on Facebook, um, if you do want to hear from Coach Pratt, uh, Facebook will not be carrying that. You'll need to switch over to uh, BYURadio.org or the BYU Radio app in order to hear that. So the, the stream will end once the game ends. Everything else will take place on the radio side of things. One ball, no strikes. The pitch to Romero. Evens the count one and one on the swing and miss. The one one. And now one and two. Whiting ahead of Romero. A ball and two strikes. BYU needs base runners here. One to tie, two to walk it off. The one-two pitch. And Romero, a jam shot right to the second baseman who makes the catch. And that's one away here in the bottom of the 12th. That'll bring in Cooper Vest. Vest batting with one out, and the base is empty. A little Snoop Dogg walk-up song for Coop. A little Snoop for Coop, if you will. First pitch to Vest. Strike one from Whiting. The 0-1 pitch. Whiting delivers to Vest. Misses high, evens the count one and one. About 20 minutes away from kickoff over at Southfield. Number 13, BYU Women's Soccer. Number 23, Santa Clara. BYU TV and BYU Radio will have that for you. I'm heading over there as soon as we're done with our broadcast. 1-1 pitch. Now 1-2. and two. Best stepping back into the batter's box, awaiting the one-two from Whiting. And the one-two pitch. And Coop, they'll throw down to first. And he's out. And now BYU down to its final out. Safaya Mauai will be the batter and right now the last hope for BYU Malwai has got the power to tie this thing up and he looks at ball one on the outside part doesn't get the call does Whiting and I think he wanted it home plate umpire says nope ball one The 1-0 to Mauai, and he popped it up, and that likely does it. Left fielder moves in, makes the catch, and Utah hangs on for the one-run victory. They defeat the BYU Cougars. 12-11 is our final score from Miller Park. Man, that was a fun game. BYU 
at one point trailed 10 to 2. Ultimately, they would pull within one run at 12 to 11, just could not. We've reached the final out. This is the BYU Baseball Post Game Show on the new skid, BYU Sports Network. BYU Post Game Show is brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of the BYU baseball team. Let's rejoin Jason Shepard. 12-inning final from Miller Park. BYU falls to the University of Utah 12-11. A valiant effort by BYU. They were down big early in this game. And it really took until the later innings, until like the 7th, 8th, and ninth. really after the 6th inning is where BYU's bats came alive. Prior to that point, BYU had only scored two runs. They trailed by a score of 10-2. to two. They would pull within two runs at 10-8. At that point, Utah would score two more runs to go up 12-8. to eight. BYU would then score two and eventually score three to pull within a run at 12 to 11. They had the tying run on base a couple of times, just could not uh, tie the ball game up ultimately, and Utah comes away with the victory in this second game of the two-game series here in the fall uh, by a final score of 12 to 11. It's certainly a, uh, an entertaining game. Uh, for those that tuned in, I appreciate you doing that. I hope you enjoyed the broadcast. I certainly enjoyed bringing it to you today. Anytime you have an opportunity to have a little BYU baseball in the month of October, uh, I'll take that any day of the week and certainly a lot of offense. And the, the fun part about this is you have the opportunity to see, obviously, a lot of the starters, which are mostly the, some of the returning players coming back, but to be able to have a lot of the new players uh, that are now a part of this program, that are getting their first opportunities to play here at Miller Park with fans and against a, an opposing team, not just against their teammates. It's fun to see how they handle those situations. And I thought in large part everybody did a really, really nice job. And we are going to talk with head coach Trent Pratt. He's uh, making his way. Just moments ago he was actually addressing the entire fee- uh, team on the field out in uh, shallow left field. He's making his way uh, off of the field, and uh, he should be up here in the uh, broadcast booth momentarily, and we'll get his thoughts. won't take too much of his time, uh, but we certainly want to get his thoughts on not just today, but um, what he's seen so far here in fall, and then what the next couple of months look like for him as we get ready to begin the, uh, the 23 season of BYU baseball, its final season in the WCC. I see Coach making his way over. He should be here in just a moment. Again, if you're just joining us, final score, Utah 12, BYU 11. And uh, it was a fun day. And like I mentioned this a couple of times during the broadcast, an absolutely great crowd. Admission was free, and people took advantage being able to come in here and uh, and see some baseball. And they uh, certainly got a good one. If you're a BYU fan, you came up just short. But uh, obviously, it was a, a great day all the way around uh, here on a Saturday afternoon in the month of October. The head coach of the Cougars, Trent Pratt, joining me now here in the broadcast booth. Um, a lot of offense today. I guess before I ask you anything specific, just some overall thoughts on how you think today went. Well, Rob, that was pretty good. I, we really battled. We got down, and I thought we showed a lot of fight today to come back and, and keep, keep putting good at-bats together and get back in the game. <coughs> it's, it's a long walk up here, isn't it? Yeah, I got a little bit of cold, so... <laughs> Let me catch my breath for a second. <laughs> well, I'm sure. I'm sure not only that, but with the cool temps, that's probably not a good combination for you right now. Yeah, no, for sure. I think the biggest thing is 
it was better than last Saturday um, overall, and that's that's our goal. Just let's get a little bit better every day. And by the time the season starts, man, hopefully we're ready to roll. Well, and I, I thought what was really impressive, and you touched on it, and that was you know the first thing I was going to ask you about is the fight in the team because at one point you were down ten to two, and you ultimately pull within a run. And I know you want to win, but seeing that fight, I know we were talking pregame, what you wanted out of this, that's exactly what you want to see. Yeah, we, well, I want to see you guys respond. Like, it's good to get in a situation like that. And, you know, our motto is like, hey, like, until that last out, we're not dead. I don't, if, we're, if we're down 12, it doesn't matter. Until they make the last out, we still have a chance. And so I thought we did a real good job of that today. What do you think uh, from a pitching standpoint? You obviously used several guys. You had a couple guys go a couple of innings, but uh, top to bottom, how do you think the pitching staff looked today overall? Good. I liked how we did today. Um, There's a couple of rough patches. I mean, Bryce Robeson was really, really good. He came out, and, man, it was good to see you. Bryce was really good last week, too. Um, I don't want to forget people, but, you know, Jack struggled a little bit. But we know Jack. We know what Jack yeah. can do, and we trust Jack. And, you know, it's good to go through a rough patch now and not go through when the season starts. So um, I thought we did a good job. Like, guys came in and, and did a real good job as far as pounding the strike zone. And I thought we played real good defense. A couple of miscues early on a pickoff play. But Deming makes two amazing plays in yeah. third. Um, Safe knocks the ball down. Overall, I thought we played pretty clean today. You know, early on we had a couple, you know, just a little mistakes we're trying to iron out. But overall, I, I like what we did today. You young guys have obviously had lots of practices, lots of, you know, inter-squad scrimmages. You know, you've had a, a couple blue-whites, and, you know, you had the previous game against Utah. How do you think the young guys have handled these situations like today? Well, I think they've been great. Um, we've put them in spots. So luckily, we have, we have quite a few older guys that are helping them out and kind of bringing them along. But, man, they're awesome kids. And, man, they come out and they play hard. And so with a it's really fun to see that um, and know that, hey, the future's bright. You know, the young kids we have, that we feel like we have a real good core group going forward. You mentioned the future. Let's go with the immediate future. Now that the, all of the official exhibitions are done for fall, what do the next couple of weeks look like in terms of, like, how, how much time do you have with the guys until it's sort of kind of like a dead period and then you get ready for spring? Um, we're pretty lucky. Um, we're going, we get to take one foreign trip every four years. So we're, we're going to Dominican Republic over – or Thanksgiving, so we get a couple extra practices nice. because of that. So um, so that's why we kind of started a little bit later and kind of had to push things back and go a little later in the fall just knowing that <clears throat> we couldn't shut our pitchers down after today, knowing that, hey, we're going to throw, you know, in November. Yeah. And so we'll probably take a couple of days off and go light next week, look like some bad weather end of the week. Yeah. And then we'll inter-squad the next week and try to just kind of just kind of keep on the same program and path and – and get some more games in our belts. We probably haven't inter-squatted as much as we have at this time for years prior just because we knew we were going to the Republic, and this wasn't the last day of the fall. Right. But, man, we're going through Thanksgiving. And so I'm excited, like, to keep playing more. That's a big thing. You know, like, practice has been great. Never knows practice, but, man, I'm ready to start playing too. So that should be fun the next couple of I weeks. I would imagine stuff like this gets you really pumped for the upcoming season. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like I said, it's, it's – a lot more fun to play someone with yep. a different jersey on than seeing the same familiar face with the same jersey every day. That's right. Coach, thank you so much. We'll let you get out of the cold, and appreciate you stopping by. And this was a fun one today. Thanks for yeah. uh, allowing us to broadcast the game. No, we appreciate thank, it. Thank you, Chef. We love what you guys do. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. There we go. The head coach of the Cougars, Trent Pratt, and that's going to do it for the broadcast. For everybody involved, Adam back in our BYU Radio studios as well as Terry South. Again, I want to thank Brandon Despain for helping us with the video component today on Facebook Live. Appreciate everybody's help and certainly to you, the listener, for tuning in. We appreciate you doing so. Happy to be bringing you BYU baseball here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. My name is Jason Shepard. That's going to do it from Miller Park. Final score, Utah 12, BYU 11. You've been listening to BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Go Cougars! 
You have been listening to live coverage of BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Vorkink, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorships, Casey Stoffer. BYU Baseball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Network.